podcast is brought to you by the Trillium Awakening Teachers Circle. To find out more about how to grasp the means of your own awakening, visit our website at www.trilliumawakening.org. Start by being aware of your surroundings, your environment. Notice something particular about the room you're in, or the windows or the door, how you're sitting in the room. Locating your space, yourself in space, particular point in space. Regulate your breath just a bit to locate yourself in time. Time is a matter of rhythm, the cycle of everything. And if you consciously regulate your breath, it seems to help bring you into time. Very important to be in time and space. Sometimes big traumas in life can throw us out of our synchrony with time and space. And then you can close the eyes and feel yourself connected with the, the earth below our feet. Some people say we live on the earth. I say we live in the earth. The air also contains soil and water, just as the soil contains air and water. Soil is denser, so we stand on it. But the earth extends up into the outer atmosphere or the stratosphere, wherever it ends. I feel the connection your body and the earth through your feet. You're on the second floor or something. You can imagine an energy cord coming out through the bottom of your spine or through the bottom of your feet. I like to think of the feet connecting with the earth. Deep into the earth. On the surface, there's all kinds of things going on with weather and atmosphere and moisture and temperature changes. If you go deep into the earth, it's very constant. There's a constancy there. You can energetically tap into that. Feeling connected with the earth. Notice you might be able to feel that energy coming up through your feet into your body. Just imagine those deep, constant frequencies or energies in the core of the earth informing your body of safety and well-being as part of the earth. You can imagine through the top of your head being a connection to the cosmic energies above. So much cosmic information, energetic information keeps us attuned to the higher domain. See, we are both divine beings and human beings. We are both cosmic beings and earth beings.
if you can include the sense, the feeling sense of being loved, cherished by the cosmic forces. I really like to think of that. I like to think of extraterrestrial beings or superconscious beings. Your choice. And see if you can include feeling sense of being loved and respected, honored, just just as you are. So that you include the sense of feeling safe and connected with the earth and with the heavens, the galaxies. I just have the intention to relax even more. Just let go. Be at ease. See if you can locate a sense of pure energy. You could think of it as pure space or pure energy. Your preference, whichever is more natural for you. Sense into the vastness, the vastness of space. See if you can sense how the space in your body. The space around your body. There's one thing, one continuous space. Or if you prefer energy, notice the energy of your body. According to one of the people I follow, there's 1.2 million frequencies that make up the human body. Basically, there's one energy that divides into these many phases and many types. So you can get a sense of that one energy. Vast energy and space, consciousness of all existence. In that context, some of you are going to notice this more fully than others. No problem. Not a problem. No doing it right or wrong, it's just noticing. And in the context of that, introduce the felt sense of I. Now, notice on a feeling level. Notice what happens when you add am, when you go from I to I am. Take it one more step. And notice what happens when you add your name. And you have the feeling sense, I am Alan, I am Don, I am Gina, I am Corey. Just notice, the shift there. if you can, you may or may not notice the shift, energetic shift when you add that. Just exploring. 
Now let it all go and come back to that vastness, open, spacious presence. And do it by imagining the space of everything. Your house or your building or the chair, whatever is defining a specific space for you. But there's space inside the walls, outside the walls, within the walls. Space is the same. Like that, at the finest level, consciousness, consciousness, you are within consciousness, consciousness is within you. Infinite, past, empty, space, consciousness. This include a felt sense of your own existence as I. And just notice.
now we're shifting to being, shall we say, supportive to each other on the call. We'll start with Maria. We just intend to welcome her divine, magnificent self to come more into her human self. It's like something that we did not get as a child. We did not even know we needed it or wanted it. As though we could encourage our authentic divinity to manifest more fully into her life and through her personal self into what we call the world. And then we'll shift over to Varya. Be willing to know that her soul is magnificent. More magnificent than anything humans have imagined. Each soul is so vast and so magnificent, so multidimensional. There's a perfection and a beauty there. We encourage him to manifest into this personal life we call Varya. And we'll switch to Victor. It's one thing to go to temple or church or whatever, offer our love and gratitude and worship to a, the, the divine presence. Here we're doing it in a very real, tangible way. Offering our appreciation, our love, our gratitude, even our worship, if you will, this divinity that's in the personal, hidden within sometimes, is always there. And now we'll move to Thailand. Good thing about this is we don't have to figure out the how or even the why. Just exercising our individual and our collective intention. The great self, the great consciousness, magnificence of the soul to shine through this person a little more fully, a little more freely. It's not, it's not that the magnificent soul has to be created. It's just that it has to be aligned. We have to bring this 
and have the intention to bring the human self into alignment with that, into the discovery of that. And now we'll switch over to Sarah Epperly. In this exercise, we're not dealing with the, the how and the where before. Just pure intention. When you go into a room, if you want more light, you increase the light. You don't have to worry about dealing with whatever's obstructing the light in this exercise. Optimizing the capacity of our own ability to love, to honor, to respect, and to nourish another person. We switch over to Baba. It's the intention to enhance and enrich the alignment or the connection with the magnificence of his soul into his human body, human mind, human emotions, and identity. It's exercising our ability, our capacity to love. It's a small step on each of our port and each of our parts. Small step into what we call spiritual mastery. It's not something you just suddenly wake up one day and bam, it's there. It's an exercise, a practice. We'll switch to dawn. Now that this capacity is there within each person. It's like a muscle in a way. To, to develop it, we have to exercise. This blessing force that's inherent in us. And now we're going to switch over to Marshall. Just have knowing that consciousness with intention affects, it has an effect, has an influence. We can use it unconsciously, or we can use it consciously. We're choosing to use it consciously here. Understand this is in alignment with the new experiments and the new understanding and studies in physics, which goes against the old physics of Newton and Descartes.
doesn't so much go against it, but it goes beyond it. It goes to the next level. And we'll go to uh, Amira. In this, in this exercise, we're not working against anything. There are many, many movements and groups and plans are working against something in the world today. Whatever you work against, you tend to make stronger. Just a, it's just the way, just the way life is structured. We're not working against anything. We're just encouraging, inviting, Expressing a longing for the great magnificence of the soul to come into alignment, to manifest through these individuals into our world. Exercising our ability of loving optimally, having our own blessing force exercised and initiated and exercised. And now we'll switch over to Herb. Start to hold, start to hold in mind the vision that we want to live in a world where every human views every other human through this lens, knowing that that housed within, contained within, alive within that human is the great magnificence of the soul. The divine itself is there. And we're welcoming it into life, into integrating itself, finding, we don't have to figure out the way or the means, just the intention. It's like a longing, a love, an appreciation. And we'll move over to Gina. It's the intention that whatever, whoever, wherever is going on within her in terms of connection, and somehow we can enhance it with their love, with their appreciation, with their knowing that that is divinity and expression. And that there is an evolution underway throughout the world and through every individual. It's an evolutionary movement that's happening. And really, when we do this exercise, we're simply cooperating with that. We're riding the wave. We're going with the flow. Now we'll move to Kara.
It's a very simple movement, really. You come from a knowing that every living being has in their potential a magnificent soul, this wonderful creative presence. And we just intend to make the alignment more clear and stable. And as, as the alignment becomes more clear and stable, they move a little closer. This person moves a little closer to their highest good, their highest joy, and their greatest creative expression into the world. And we'll switch to Corey. He's bringing his, everything about a mind to alignment with his divine nature, his original self, his highest good, his most perfect and authentic self. We'll switch to uh, David Gettman. It's the intention to optimize this connection to source energy. Let's include Fred Harris. Let's switch to Fred Harris. Not on the call, but most of us know him now. He's going through his own process. We want to include Fred. You can switch to me and I'll hold representation for all the people who have been on our call but aren't here today. I'll just hold representation for them. We'll include them. Now we're going to include all the people in the Trillium community, teachers, mentors, all the participants, all the people who have been in in our community, in their work, the people who are active now, and all of those who are still to come. Let's say we're aligning and enhancing the transmission of the work.
There's a love and a value and appreciation for what it is to be human. And welcoming the divinity to flow into that. To welcome all the parts into the wholeness, into the oneness, into the mystery of being both human and divine. And beyond all those people and to everyone that they have any kind of contact with, we're essentially spreading this benevolence into every living person on the planet. Everyone who has been, is, alive now, and will be. Uh, take take a few seconds or a minute. Come back to that felt sense of self. Uh, the feeling of your own existence in the heart area. Just rest there for a little bit. Yeah, these. Uh, whenever you're ready in your own rhythm. And open the eyes if you have them closed. And uh, ten forty five now, so whoever needs to leave at ten forty five should be the time to do that. And if you want to stay on a few minutes, we'll we'll see. What happens? Welcome to go, welcome to stay. And you want to also invite folks to our sitting that. Oh, yeah, Gina. Yeah, you, you go ahead. No, you. <laughs> we're, we're having a uh, sitting. Gina and I are having a sitting. I forget the time. It's on the calendar of events. It's on the website. August 27th. August 27th. Yeah, it's a Friday. Friday, 4 to 6 Pacific. 7 to. 7, yeah. 4 to 6.30 in Pacific. 7 to 9.30 Eastern Time. Mm Mm-hmm. It'll be a little difficult for Corey. Well, no, Corey could make it. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Varya, what her time frame is. Russia. Okay. How many hours are you different from us, Varya? Varya is. Five, seven. No, damn. So. What time you yours? Anyhow. No, what was, was that, Varia? You said it was what time? It's 5.47 now. Uh-huh, 5.47. Yeah, we're 10, 10.47 in the East Coast AM. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Seven hours. Seven hours, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is probably about 12 hours different. Marshall, he's in uh, Arkansas. They have their own time zone there. <laughs> Arkansas time zone. Amira and Marshall. 
So you're welcome to come if you're interested. Does anybody have a anybody have any comments on what you may have noticed the difference, the felt difference between I and I am? Anybody notice something there they'd like to share? They're willing to share. Go ahead, Amir. Ellen, when you said to say I am and then say our name. I when I I have two names, you know, my birth name is Meg and when I said Meg, I felt this deep sadness. And then when when I said I am Amira, I felt sort of like my upper chakras kind of opening like something I'm opening into or something. And I just thought that was kind of interesting. Hmm. And and thanks so much. I feel way better. Hmm. Thank you. I always appreciate people's gratitude, but I have to say that it's you who do, it's you, it's not me, I don't, I'm just here sharing my love. Well, I appreciate that. Sharing what I, sharing what I like to do. I'm glad you are. (laughs) Thank you, Amir. I'm glad you're doing the work. Thank you. If it can be called work. We should have a, we should invent a new word for it. Anybody else have a comment? Yeah, go ahead and Laura. Uh I just need to leave, so I want to thank you for the meditation. It was very settling. So Thank you for meditation and thank thank you everyone and I need to go. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye, dear. Okay. Anybody else want to comment or question? Anything you want to explore? The the I was the I was I don't even know how to put it. It was so simple and um just less manifest. It was wide open and um, I am was like a bit more manifest. Something weird's happening with this. Yeah, it's kind of an echo there. But go ahead, we can hear you. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So there was there was a distinction there I noticed, and then um, even more kind of density with the name. So it was like, yeah, that's what I noticed. That's the experience. That's the ex- pretty pretty well said. Very well said, actually. The experience that most people find. Never done well. I think I've done it with this group a long time ago, but it's because you do it once in a while, just so you kind of. Because occasionally somebody asks, "What's the difference?" Mm. You have to experience. Once you experience the difference, then you know. Mm. Yeah, that actually was really helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to get have that direct comparison. It was like, yeah, okay. You get a felt sense for it, right? Mm. Yeah. Quite easy to play with, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, love, I love the way you said it. There's a simplicity in the eye. It's, it's so simple it can be deceiving. So when we add am, to me, when we add the am, am like it becomes like a magnet and it wants it's like it wants something else to complete it yeah it's definitely more manifest there's an energetic shakti quality right mm-hmm. yeah
<laughs> working with the eye is a little easier in a way because it doesn't have that, that kind of magnetic pull of the am. You can even try I is. That's what that was the other word that was coming. It's like a isness. Yeah. Isness. When you when you work with I is, it's also a way of. It's not about. It, it's not that we're trying to eliminate the personal. Right. It, it's more like balancing the personal with the it's more it's it's more like bringing this great personal that, that we we often talk about the impersonal as though the impersonal is other than the personal but the personal can <laughs> Was strangely enough, <laughs> at least for me, there came this time when it just shifted, and the impersonal became very personal, but the personal became impersonal. What most people consider personal is mostly made of programming that we've inherited. It's simply old memories, files, programs that come from our ancestry. Mm. And then we we add a little twist to it, but we're acting it out. We're living based on that. Mm. I just wanted to say that um, I, I find it, I found, and this is not meant to be a criticism at all, but I just found it challenging to go from the I space than to the, um, you know, focusing on each individual. I felt, I mean, I, it was, I was there, but I felt more distance. I didn't feel as much connection, you know, like heart connection um, to each individual. So, like mm -hmm. I said, I'm not, I'm not saying that as a criticism or anything like that, but I'm just noticing the difference in... Um, Yeah, just holding uh, more of the of uh, the transcendence of each individual. Mm. And then it felt like a different a different kind of um, practice today than other days, other other times. Um, were you going to say something, Bob? Um, I, I was going to just say that Gina helped me a lot there because I think I noticed the same thing and, and just personally had difficulty with the transition. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Gina. Mm -hmm. and thank you, Alan, too. Well, we keep, we keep. <laughs> to, to me, it's a journey of having greater clarity, mm -hmm. seeing what is. And so much of our, I think the challenge is we have been so deeply inclined to mistake our interpretation of reality for reality. Not able to make the distinction between our interpretation and reality itself. <laughs> As though our interpretation is reality. It's not. Mm. Yeah. And we need interpretation. And, and, and I think, yeah, and I think we need all of our interpretations. Yeah. To make a whole. <clears throat> but there's no one perspective that has the whole. That we need all right. of the perspectives. Right. Yeah. Just, so, just as what I'm talking about, so you look at, you say I'm wearing a blue shirt. But the blue is not in the shirt. The shirt is not blue. It's simply 
reflects a frequency of light that our brain interprets as blue. So that's what I mean by interpretate. We're always interpreting, interpreting, interpreting. Hmm. There's nothing wrong with interpreting, but when we can't, when we're completely unable to distinguish between our interpretation and reality, that's where the problem comes in. That's where there can be a, a, a lot of unnecessary suffering. I'm going to need to run, hon. Yeah, it's time to go. Oh, I love you guys so much. Thank you. I love you very much. Well. Can I say one more thing? No. Please, Bob. Well, I just wanted to say it helped me to uh, to hear what you said about what I consider to be personal is really a lot of history and what I was told about myself. That was very helpful. Yeah, it was. Okay. Love you guys. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, everyone. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast from the Trillium Awakening Teacher Circle. The musical accompaniment is Awaken by Wayne Kington. To learn more about Wayne and his music, visit www.waynejosephkington.com.